This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Because Mansfield always matters. A very different mini-podcast for you today as we celebrate an unwanted anniversary. Yes, a year ago today, on the 7th of March 2020, we left Northampton Town jubilant after winning 2-1. But what would follow in the coming weeks would be a world we didn't want to embark on. Yes, we've spent a year watching on the sofa We've had lockdowns, we've had tier systems, and throughout all of it, we've been glued to our sofa as armchair supporters. How has that affected our mental health? How has that affected the way the stags play and the way the game's watched and the way the games have unfolded? All questions we're going to answer or try to answer over the next half an hour on the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Because Mansfield always matters, regardless of whether it's watching on a terrace or watching from the sofa. My name's Craig Priest and joining me virtually as it has to have been over the last year or so, is Cam Felton and Nathan Edge, who I'm going to open the, the curtains and let you in behind the scenes. have heard that intro twice now, because the first time I did it, I forgot to press record on our recording software. So there you go. We're already off to a great start. This, boys, is what happens when we don't do a show live. This is what happens when we pre-record. It's currently, as we talk, Friday the 5th, about 20 to 5. This is what happens when we do, do a live show, boys. Your first round was so much better as well. Just sorry to break yeah, it. It was. Too. I know. Like, oh, it was just obviously if you guys had heard it at home, it just came off the tongue perfectly. Second time round, now, now it's just put it in the bin. Yeah, I might, I might have to edit it in. I don't know. No, it's too much work. Uh, we are boys talking, of course, about a season on the sofa. Let's go back to a year ago today, in inverted commas, uh, of course, when this is going to go out on the seventh. Nathan, we'd left Northampton. We'd won two one. We knew there was something sort of brewing. There was a lot of talk about coronavirus and stuff in the, in the news, but I don't think at that point we particularly realised how serious the situation was going to be. And I don't think any of us anticipated what was going to follow in the coming weeks of, you know, postponed games and then eventually the season being cancelled and all of that. I'd, I'd love to go back to that moment of blissful unawareness. Yeah. Uh, it was one of those, wasn't it, where I think we knew something was round the corner but I don't think for one minute any of us thought that we would be sat here a whole year later saying that we've not been able to attend a football match. You know, that I don't think that sort of uh, thought process went through anybody's mind. So maybe a few weeks, you know, I think at that point that the, the idea was that the season would be, would stop for four weeks, four or yeah. five weeks, the initial plan, and then we'd resume and finish off the season and, and, and everything be back to normal. Well, as we all know now, that was far from how it panned out. Yeah, and, uh, you know, the, the authorities and, and the, the, the governing bodies and what have you, Cam, have, you know, tried little bits and bobs, and 
remarkably there are some fans somewhere in the you know in the country that actually have seen their team play this season of course we've played two games uh, in the 2020-21 season which have been you know with fans in attendance Cambridge away uh, and Carlisle so regard you know there was that little time where we might have been able to go back to the ground and, and things like that depending on what tier system you're in it was all a little bit sort of madness um, really but it's been very very frustrating and you know we're not here to talk about the football on the pitch. We're here to talk about the stuff off the pitch. You know, you've had a massive life change in, in this last year. You know, you've moved away from the area, you've gone to uni. So in some respects, it's it's perhaps, you know, it's perhaps been a bit of a positive for you in, in some regards. The fact that, you know, you're not alone in being a, in, in having to watch it online. Everybody's in the same boat. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think I could consider myself a little bit lucky. I've not, I've not had the... Like the cabin fever, as such, that a lot of people have got where you are. Um, a lot of people have had to go to the same shop every week to do the weekly shop. They've only been able to see the same people. And yes, I've still been able to see the same people, but with just where I live, it's it's walking distance to uh, quite a few supermarkets. So I've been able to switch it up where I shop one week to the next. This. Um, Marks and Spencers, there's two Aldi's, there's an Asda. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're not sponsored, son. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're not sponsored. Can we not drop and, brand and names probably. out? None of these are paying me any money whatsoever. <laughs> but you get the idea. I've been able to switch it off. I've not had to stick to the same routine over and over and over again. I've been able to change it up. So it's helped me a little bit to not accept the situation, but just to keep 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 myself on, on my toes as such and... It's been difficult, but um, especially adapting to a whole new surroundings, getting to know new people as well. And it's been fun in games, but fortunately, I've still been able to go to some lectures, not since before Christmas, but I've still been able to do things that a lot of people haven't. Yeah, it's a very interesting one. Obviously, everybody's got their own different circumstances, which I'm sure we'll touch upon a little bit. Nathan, your life has changed massively and will do continue to do so. You know, you're expecting uh, a, a baby to come along anytime soon in the in the coming months, which is going to change it. But, you know, obviously not being able to see it, it's going to be in it's the whole football thing will impact differently on you because, you know, you rely on the audio quite a lot. Whereas, you know, we're still being able to watch it. I guess the thing for you when you when we used to be able to go to games a year or so ago, it was more about the atmosphere and, you know, taking in the, the smells and the, the sounds surrounding it. And has a lot of that been lost since, uh, you know, since we've had to go to this new way of watching games? Yeah, I mean, obviously you've got, like you just said there, the aspect of going to the match for, for the atmosphere, you know. Um, but the, the, the second part of that, which I think is probably more important than that, to, you know to, to be fair and that's um the social aspect of it so you know the, the home games I, I you know always attend with my dad um sometimes my brother went along with me as well uh you know that's what we we, we always did that and then when we get there we meet up with different people whether we go to the sandy pate sports bar first or we go to a pub in the town you know we always go and meet people first you know and it's kind of the group that we always um, you know, that we're always there with. We sit there with them in the upper upper tier of the West Stand. So I'm not that social part of it, which uh, you know, I, I I didn't really realize. I think before how much I kind of took that for granted. You know, it's uh, after not seeing anybody for a year, it's very strange because I barely spoke to any of them. And then the same for away matches. You know, we the same people. We always travelled in a car full together, or sometimes a minibus full together. You know, depending on the game. So that bit, I think it's more the social aspect for me that. I've missed the most, you know, I'm I'm not really any worse off than the fact that I can't see the game because obviously I can't see it when I'm there. The only benefit is at, at the home games, I do get the audio descriptive commentary, which, uh, you know, Stags have been amazing providing for the last couple of seasons, which does enable me to, you know, I, I you know, I, the, the iFollow commentary is great, but it, you know, for me, the audio descriptive commentary is just on a different level for the detail that I get. Um, so I'm missing that a little bit, but um, aside from sort of seeing the game, there's not too much different there. It's more the social aspect and the, and the atmosphere that, you know, for me has been been a miss. Yeah, I think that's the, the key thing, isn't it? The social element of this whole thing has completely changed the way, you know, we, we feel about football. I'm going to be honest, I was thinking about this um, early today when I knew we were going to record this. If it wasn't for us, before and after a game, 
doing the podcasts which we have been doing you know like we said at the very start to try and replicate that match day atmosphere of having a conversation whilst all those emotions are running through your head after a game and trying to get a little bit of that pre-match banter if it wasn't for us doing that I would 100% have not watched this season and that hurts to say that because it's completely different I've never been one for watching football on TV as a lot of you guys will, will know I, I find it difficult to watch and a lot of going to stags for me even from a very young age has been about that social element and about meeting new people and feeling in a, in a in a place where I feel safe and secure within myself and to not have that and to you know to basically just switch a laptop on it at five to three it's completely completely different and I, I, I wonder how many other people are in that boat how many other people have you know have just not bothered have, have got bored with it and you know I've got other things going off in their life maybe without wanting to sound stereotypical maybe it's a thing where father and son go I'm just thinking of my own situation you know me and my dad go to to most games together um away games especially um how many others uh, are like that whilst you know father and son go to football whilst mother and daughter stay at home or, or whatever having that whole family there you might not have chance to sit down and watch it you might feel detached for it and then there's the other end of the spectrum cam with those who are elderly and those who perhaps don't have internet access or don't have a a good device to be able to to watch it on or even the technical know-how to to be able to do it those people who for them going out on a saturday or a tuesday going to the game was their social thing was their thing each week to to go and see people and go and be around other people how many of those people are, are, are cut off and i think quite often when the games run and we're doing the podcasts we get quite really swept up in the emotion of the game and, and what's happened in the game and we've often forgot about that which I felt which I think it's a really important thing to sort of sit and take that time to to you know to, to think about today I think it's more than just that though I, th- I just think just the social aspect of, uh, of, of more elderly people being able to go out in general just like you Got um, it, like usually like Monday, Monday's pension day or at a, a, a Tuesday or a Wednesday's a bingo day. It's it's messed everyone's routine up and even down to something like um, just as an example, football in the community's active minds. How many of those do you will have as a, as, a, as a group to go and, and do activities to meet people and interact with people. It's things like that that, have, that are going to impact as much as actually going to the football itself, that, that one-to-one interaction with other people. Yeah, the whole community spirit around it is, is huge. And, you know, it's an interesting point that you say, you know, there are so many different activities where football unites people and it brings people together. And those activities haven't been able to run um, because of COVID, which is... Uh, a huge huge blow and you know it can be really detrimental to to people's mental health and you know we've still got even though you know the government have put these roadmap things in in place Nath you know we've still got months and months ahead of it we're not going to see a game this season we know that's a fact now we've perhaps hung on the the possibility that we might get to see a game at some point certainly at the start of the season we thought oh we might only miss one or two and we'll be back in by October that didn't happen um you know so there's that there as well we know we're going to be watching to the end of the season so I guess the, the 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 key message is try and connect with people in different ways as you can you know we've done the podcast to try and bring people together and we've gained quite a uh an uptake on that which is great but maybe such a thing as I don't know, having a, a Zoom call or a Skype call with others that sit around you on, on a match day and try and replicate the feeling that way. It's that message of just because we can't be together doesn't mean there aren't ways that we can be together. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just like you were saying a minute ago about those that, you know, we're, we're, we're great. It's great for us because we're born in the age where we're, we're used to technology, you know, and, and we've got the likes of a podcast to, to do and obviously we go on Facebook live every every week once or twice sometimes even three times a week uh you know and, and we connect with people that way but like you say there are people out there that can't um you know when we talk about the matches it's, it's again it's the only way you can connect with it is online there's no local radio station that covers a full match there's updates but you know it's not the full match so for for people that don't have access to 
uh, the internet. And as, as crazy as it sounds, there are people out there. Um, you know, it's, it's different for them. So I think, as uh, you know, for people, we need to think of different ways we can get out there and still interact with those people, whether it's by picking up the phone. Um, you know, it, something like that can actually make a, a big difference to those to those people. But I think one thing going forward, and I know I, I certainly. I think I'll look at things in a different perspective now and, and maybe not take things as, as, as for granted. Mm. And hopefully, you know, a lot of people will do the same thing. So, you know, when we are allowed to go back to matches, I think I'll make even more effort to, to get into the Sandy Sandy's bar before the match to, to go and see people and have a drink. And, you know, th- those activities, like you say, with football and community, that, that you know, the club and the football and community are, are you know, brilliant. And I'm not, not just saying this because you, you work for them, Craig, but... Yeah, we have as a club received awards for our family interaction, and I think those options are there. And I think that, you know, we, let let's take them, let's go and enjoy them for what they are, and and that's to bring people together, and that's what football can do. So for me, it's, it's a matter of um, you know, although we've still got a you know a bit of a a long road to go, when those days do come, I think we need to to grasp them and appreciate them for what they are. It certainly made me think more about how I'll conduct myself on, on match days and stuff because if I don't go with my dad and I don't go, you know, like, like I used to go with Cam sometimes when you were up in the area and sometimes I'd take Nathan as well. If I don't go with, with you guys, I'd, I, you know, I'm, I, I will go on my own and I have gone on my own to, to numerous games and quite often I've thought, you know, why am I travelling three and a half, four hours on a coach on my own on a Tuesday night to Leighton Orient and sitting in a KFC just to stay warm um, until the stadium opens and then as soon as it opens sitting in the cold for another hour and a half before kickoff, and then travelling back and getting up and going to work the next morning why am I bothering doing that when you know I could watch it on iFollow or listen to it on iFollow well the reason is because I, I want to feel like I'm with other people because football does have this unique thing of connecting people and getting people to talk to each other and creates beautiful relationships and, and friendships down the years we would not know each other at all if it wasn't for that common connection of football yes we've found other things which have brought us together um you know through life through radio stations and volu- voluntary stuff but we've only started talking to each other because we're Mansfield Town fans and because we had that link in common and when you're at a game you know regardless I think about it now actually there are people whose faces I can see and they will talk to us every single game, whether it's half time or before the game or whatever. And they'll chat about the game or the news or what's happened, you know, at the club. I've not got a clue who they are, but without a shadow of a doubt, they'll have a conversation with you, whether it's a minute or two minutes. That's a great thing, and that's one thing which I always used to fear because I'll let you into a secret. A lot of you will know. Um, for a, you know, for a long time when we were in the conference, I was in a relationship with a fellow Stags fan who was great. We went everywhere together. She was my, my best friend. Um, then we split up after we got promoted into the Football League a couple of years down the line. I stopped going to games for a while. Um, got a little bit of depression and ended up throwing myself into to production work, radio production work, which meant I wasn't allowed to go to games. And I used to have headphones on in the studio like this and I could hear in my ear, the noise of the crowd, obviously the the game taking place, and after a while I would just switch off from it. But then there was a day where it got towards the end of the season, Steve Evans was manager, uh, took over from Adam Murray that season, and uh, we were on a bit of a a good run of form and on a charge, and the last couple of games of the season I got asked if I wanted to sort of go along to the game and sort of help out and be like a, a pundit and um, you know, do a little bit of honest stuff. It's a bit of a reward for all the stuff that I'd done off air, which was great. I seized the chance. I walked into the one course stadium. We were playing Portsmouth. Um, I think they got promoted that year. I think they won the league. Um, great game, I remember it. I can't remember the score. can't remember half the players or anything. But I just remember the atmosphere. And I remember looking round and, you know, just seeing all the faces that I'd missed, all the smiles and everything, and, fe- and thought, I'm home here. And then the next game was Crawley away. I think it was the last league game of the season. I wasn't supposed to go to that game, but I basically said, look, either I'm coming with you on on air and doing stuff on air, or I'm just not going to come into work on the Saturday and I'm going to go as a fan. I, I can't not never go to a game again. Got to go to the game as part of the, the pundit team, and which was great. And at the end of that season, I thought, do you know what? I'm not going to do another season in, in, the, in, in work mode again. 
the following season, um, you know, I, I do. I go to every game. Uh, I think it might have been Crew away. Might have been one of the first games that season, which was great. I think yeah. I drove. Did I dro- oh. drive you? I passed my test that summer. Yeah, opening day, it was me, you and your dad, and I believe your dad got you a parking ticket. Yes, he got me a parking <laughs> fine. He got Yeah, he got my car registration plate wrong. He went to put the thing in and got me a fine, which, to be fair, he did pay after, uh, yeah, after numerous swear words. But the point is, I always remember being like nervous that day and thinking, oh, God, you know what, I've not been for, for so many years. But again, those faces come up to you, they have a chat with you. And then as that season went on, you know, there were times where certain people couldn't go for whatever reason, but I went to games on my own. And one of the ones I remember the most is going to Bury on my own, driving all that way to, to Bury, um, in the being sat in the wind. And I, I like was was thinking, why am I doing this? You know, I'm there on my own. I, I could just be sat at home listening to this. I could be out working or whatever. But again, it was that it's that people, those people who are talking to you and who bring you into conversation, who make you feel part of something which is really really great and I, I don't know I've just I've just got this fear that people will be put off going again when football starts but I want to say to them don't fear it don't let your head win don't let all the the worries in the world win because you know the euphoria of going to watch your team whether it's win lose or draw the result doesn't really matter it's that having something to cling on to it's it's that having that drive um, to do it and you know sometimes it can be you can get in your head and, and you can feel oh why, why am I doing this but it's worth every single step of the journey and the friends you make the people you meet it's just absolutely it's absolutely phenomenal so I guess for me I've you know I've been I've had I've been in that point where I never thought I'd go to a game again. When I was in those that studio, I never thought I'd attend a game again, but I'm so glad I pushed myself to do it. So when we are allowed to go to, to games again, I just want to basically say to people, if you're scared, if you're um, apprehensive, don't be. Put that shirt on. Put this shirt on. Get your scarf on. Get yourself through that turnstile. Smell the bovril wafting through the air. Have a burnt sausage roll before the game. Have a pint with, with your mates. Go and make conversation because there is one unique thing connecting everybody together and that is Mansfield Town FC. Quite poetic, that was. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I've, I've, how do we follow that up, Cam? <laughs> I think I think also another thing that um that makes football for me is like ever since we've started doing this podcast, it's like even just random people walking up to you and just saying, oh, I really enjoyed podcast this week. No idea who you are. Probably never met them in your life. But but they know you, and, and they feel comfortable to, to come up and say to you, oh, yeah, enjoying podcast. You're on next week. Yeah, yeah, you're all good. Yeah. Um, um, and it, it just makes match day different because it's like you wouldn't get that anywhere else in, in life. Just people talking about some random football thing. It's like, well, we we as a collective on the podcast can help bring people together especially this difficult time we i really wish we could bring your internet together to, to, to st- place that we could talk about football together as a throw oh, my internet's gone to apologies yeah. How did you hear of that? Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, we heard like... Robot and then very fast talking. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was, it was good fun. Uh, uh, aside from, from, the, from the podcast, you know, it's a bit like, you know, just the, the, just the, the, the shirt or the crest. Like, yeah. what else apart from football, you know, well, I guess from sports to some extent, you know, you think you go abroad on a holiday and as soon as somebody sees a shirt or the badge or, I've, I've, you know, I've got a tattoo on my arm, as soon as somebody sees that and they've seen... They're a Stags fan. Automatically, there you go. It's uh, that thing in common. A conversation started, and you 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 again connect with somebody else. So it's that's the, the beauty of football. And and you know you were saying about past years, Craig, and you know that you could look at our recent history. Certainly, our era, we haven't had that much success. You know, we've we've actually been through quite a a lot of crap times, and you know, dropping out of the league, and you know, going to places like Braintree and stuff. Oh, great memories. You know, things like that. But people say, although this is why I don't. I can't be one of those people that sits at home from you know from from Mansfield and and support Man U or Liverpool from from the armchair watching them every day. Mm. I, I feel like 
you know, by how can you connect? Even though it hasn't been good, yeah, I've got those memories. I'd rather have a, have those memories of going to the games and having no club at all to, to follow, and that's what the difference has been. Like, if it's a between, decision between Stags being non-existent or Stags being existent but not very good, I'll choose Stags being in existence and not very good every single time. And do you know what that that it makes me laugh that and smile because I always remember like when you were a kid and you know you'd ask all the kids in school what team do you support? Uh, oh, I support Chelsea. Oh, I support Arsenal. I support Man United. We're from Nottinghamshire. We've got X amount of clubs on our doorstep. Why aren't we supporting our local club? And you know a lot of that comes through armchair fans. And is you know it really really frustrates me at how you can support a club without going to watch the games. But I've had to swallow that a lot over this last year because we can't go and watch the bloody no. games. So we have become armchair supporters. But I think we've got... What the difference is, we've got that burning passion and we know that at some point in our future, we will get back through those turnstiles. We will enjoy cold Tuesday nights in in the, in next to nowhere. We will get up at five o'clock on a Saturday morning to travel to to Barrow or whatever. We will do these things and support our club, and that will come. That will come good. And what uh, what I've just been thinking about there is, you know, what Mansfield Town means to you. Why did you start watching Mansfield Town? Was it a, a thing that had been passed down, you know, from generation to generation for you, Nath, or you know, was it a, a, a pure accident? How did you come to fall in love with Mansfield Town and end up doing this ridiculous thing where you just can't stop. You, you, as much as you want to end that relationship, it just it's unbreakable. Well, uh, pure accident, pure disaster. No, it's, I think it's, it's certainly been, been passed down through the, through the family with me. Obviously, people, well, people know my, my dad's been a, been a Stags fan for a hell of a long time. Uh, you, know, you just said there a minute ago about getting that question asked in school. Well, I was answering that question honestly as Mansfield Town, even though I went to school in Chessfield, which uh, which is always you know an, an eventful uh, an eventful thing to do. But um, yeah, it's been passed down for me. I, you know, my dad started taking me as a as a young kid, um, and then I think it was the point where you know there's always I think there's always a moment at football that I think it really something happens and makes you fall in love with. And I think for me that was that was Chris Greenacre. So uh, you know, I think since then, obviously, I'd always enjoyed going with my dad anyway, but. Regardless, you know, my, my dad considered moving to Spain in a in a couple of years, and I know even if he does go there, I'll still I'll still be going to the matches because it's one of those now where I, I can't not. Yeah, I can't imagine a Saturday or a Tuesday if we're playing of not going. Honestly, those days, Cam, where I knew we had a game on but I wasn't going, were the darkest days I've lived through. No, like even now, to be honest, sometimes on a Saturday. I have to lock my car keys away because knowing that we're playing just down the road and I can be there in two, three minutes is such a frustrating thing to not go and like jump in the trees and watch it from, you know, the, the Bishop Street end and, 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 and do that. It's such a frustrating thing. And do you know what? I don't know. I, I never want to be in that position again. I really don't. Was it doing that cherry picker at that first game at season? Damn it. It figured me out. <laughs> Um, yeah, it, it is frustrating. I think one thing for me is that I, I've been too far away that I wouldn't be able to go to every game. So that's something that's that's helped me cope with not having football. Because like, I knew that moving to Manchester would mean that I would sacrifice football and it would mean I would sacrifice podcast. Unfortunately, we've been able to um, still do still watch football and, and and through that this pandemic we've been able to do podcasts via via skype or via zoom or whatever so it, it's not been too bad but it where where i live back in back in southern it's walking distance to the ground and it's and even through lockdown it was just like when you were allowed to go for walks and, and when you were allowed to, a bit more freedom but in the summer i'd just go for a bike ride into, into mansfield go down into mansfield literally get to field mill pond i uh, sit down on the bench a bit of a breather and then back to Sutton on the bike it was just even though we couldn't go to a game it was still actually being able to go past the ground or or even in walking through the car park and going to get a drink from pound stretcher just so I could walk down the back of the Ian Greaves stand it was just weird but it was just being able to like reconnect with something that we, we've missed so dearly that first game back 
I, I don't know. It's going to be so tough. It's going to be so difficult. I've seen people. There's a post doing the rounds on social media of you know a shot from uh, at the bottom of a stairwell which leads up to the the top of the stadium. And I honestly think I've, I've said this to my dad a few times actually. That first game back into the stadium as, as I walked to Master see I honestly think Nathan I'll be holding a tear back. I honestly do. I was literally just thinking this. Uh earlier on when we were talking about the, the first day back and I think I uh, it's going to be emotional I think for, for everyone um, but I think also what an occasion it would be especially you know we, we, yeah, we're going to be looking at next year That's well not next year so next season so um, you know September, September August September August time uh, hopefully and hopefully we can be basically up to full capacity then or, or near enough so it would be like a you know like it it always has been, you know, normal normal amount of crowd in there. And let's hope that, you know, everyone everyone comes out. And I think it will, it'll be, it'll just, uh, if it pans out the way I, I imagine, which I think it will, yeah, I think people will just be so happy to be there and happy to see those, like we said, those people that they always see. It, and again, it's one of those that you might not personally know the people, but you have a connection with them because they sit on the same row as you and they always pass you when you're, you know when they go into their seat and you always say hello and all that sort of stuff but i think it'll feel very different to see those people again passing you on that row because it's it's been so long since that's happened so i just you know and the same for me when we're walking up uh me and my dad when we walk up to work the very back row of the um of the, of the west stand upper tier and so as we're walking up there's obviously many rows and as that we walk past and there's many people that say hello as we're going up there uh and it'll just be nice to go go, go in there again and just say hello to those people never mind the actual football side of things, I think it's just that whole, I think the build-up will just be feel very different. Is this something which you cling on to, Cam, in terms of, um, you know, keeping that memory, that spark, that, that thing alive within you when it comes to, to match days and thinking about the future? Is there a specific thing which you think, I can't, I, I really miss that element, I can't wait to do that again? Um... I it might not be a specific thing, but it's going to a game on a Tuesday night. There's just something on football under floodlights is just special. It's different. And it also goes back to my, my first actual game that I ever went to was a Tuesday night game. We played Grimsby. It was the JPT Northern section second round. Um, we'd received a bye in the first round and then we beat Grimsby 3-0 and just football on the floodlights is so special and it made me fall in love with the game and I couldn't go to every game that season because at the time I'd only been um, six or seven-ish so I was so still last quite year. young but it was just in uh, just <laughs> just because you're getting old but I say you talked about pensions earlier uh, Cam, I mean that's great we've got someone on the podcast <sighs> to talk about that oh jeez but it, yeah, just football under floodlights, and then it's also um, bringing back memories of more recent games. Um, you think, whilst it might not have been the, the greatest occasion, but when we played Cardiff under the floodlights in the FA Cup, the replay, yes, we got hammered four-one, but it was just the excitement. And then um, another one, Lincoln, um, when we beat them to play Liverpool. In, in the FA Cup, another Tuesday night under the floodlights. There's just something so special about it, and that's what I miss the most. And yes, I miss the socialising and, and, and seeing you guys on match days, but walk, making that. My grandma lives the other side of Titchfield Park, and walking across there and just the floodlights blaring down onto the park, it just makes that, that atmosphere a bit a bit more special and, and, and makes you realise why, why football is, is so loved. Yeah, it is. It's. I think everyone's got their own little thing. You know, you mentioned about when you first started going. I first started going because I got bullied at school. I hated football for a long, long time. Um, and then it was a PE lesson. I got stuck in goal because the weedy kid always went in goal. Um, and I was uh, against the, the school team, if you like, and a bully, one of the bullies, several bullies, uh, they got a penalty. And the bully said to me, if you save, if you save this, if you don't let this in, you're you're for it in the changing rooms, uh, and I, do you know, I just shut my eyes and tried to dive out of the way, and something inside me thought, do you know, what, I'm going to shut him up. I ended up saving it, um, then ran very fast after 
after the lesson had done, run home, uh, but suddenly discovered that I liked football and, and wanted to go and see it. And somehow, by some stroke of fortune, got to go and watch a Mansfield game. Uh, it was under Stuart Watkiss um, in the 0102 season when we got promoted. So we were playing quite well, which helped. And I remember seeing Kevin Pilkington have an absolute stormer and thinking, yeah, I want to be a part of this and just seeing all the different reactions and the energy and stuff. And there's been so many over the years that I can sit and think of about certain moments of certain energy and nervousness and things like that. But it it brings a whole thing. If it wasn't for that one moment going to a game, going to a Mansfield game specifically, I would never have said to myself, this is what I want to be doing on a Saturday afternoon. If it wasn't for that, I would have never found, you know, something, uh, a love of media, something to have a common interest to write about and then forge a career from that. I wouldn't have had the opportunities that I I had to fall in love, to, you know, find a family, to, um, to make fantastic friends do a ridiculously good podcast. Um, All of that. So we are friends now then. I didn't. I didn't say who those friends were, Cam, and never mentioned oh, you. Um, oh, but all of all of those things, you know, are a, are a, a a specific, you know, consequence of going to watch Mansfield Town, and I feel that this season a lot of that has been missed out on, and I just hope, you know, that um, it brings people together again. You know, if you're at school or you know if you've got kids at school and, and they've got a friend who they like having a kickabout with. Talk to the parents and, and bring them to a game. Um, see if you can go along together as, as two families and go and enjoy it. Because honestly, the buzz and the delight... Alright, the football's not always great. It's Mansfield Town, what do you expect? But honestly, the ups and the downs that it brings, the stuff that it teaches you is, is absolutely fantastic. Going to Mansfield Town, wanting to go to games, that desire to want to go to games, pushed me to do my driving test and to, to pass my test and to get a car... It's pushed me to go into a certain line of work and to do things. And, you know, having it there as a constant is great. I know we were going to sit and talk about, like, how it's affected things on the field. I think we're going to skip past that because, you know, we've got the end of the season podcast to moan all about that. And I'm sure we will in great detail. But I think the one thing that we wanted to get out of this, Naif, was to just reassure people that, do you know what? Yes, it has been a whole year. And do you know what? A year or so ago, a year ago when it first happened and when it all came in, at times it didn't seem like there was going to be an end to it, but we've adapted, we've got we've got through it to a certain point. But when it comes back again, it's really imperative that we get down there and support our club, buy a shirt, buy a scarf, buy a programme, speak to people, make friends with people, because honestly, the journey that it takes you on is much, much, much more vital and pivotal than what you'll get sitting on your arse watching a TV screen. Absolutely. I'll, I'll never moan about going to Rainworth again, just as a quick one. <laughs> Rainworth oh, pre-season. Limbs. Yeah, I can't wait for that first pre-season friendly. Mansfield Town 11 against Clipston. I'm there. Get me there. Every game, I am, I'm, I'm going. I, I can't, I, I can't wait. And you know what? I hope out of all of this, Nath, just a, a final point, that if any footballers are, are watching this, for them it won't be too different. For them it won't have changed too much. Yes, they've not got the crowds there to spur them on. They've not got any of that. But in terms of a mindset, it's still a job. It's still something they do every single Saturday afternoon. And believe you me, if you're watching or listening to this, it is an absolute fucking privilege to pull on that shirt and to go out and represent any club, whether it's Mansfield Town who or whoever, because you've got a bunch of fans waiting at home, desperate to come and see you. And I think, I, I really think that hopefully this whole thing of not having fans there will spur the players on next season to, to kick in and to try and get their club promoted. And I think as a consequence, next season, the season where we're allowed back, touch wood, cross fingers, lucky horseshoes and all that, will be so much more competitive as a result because hopefully, this is my feeling anyway, I might be wrong, but hopefully those people, those footballers will will want to say, this is your reward for sitting it out, for supporting us from your sofa. This is the start of our next journey. We want it to be a special one. I think for for me, what I I sort of um, certainly will myself and, and hopefully this will 
um, you know, be the case for other people as well. But I think to also appreciate football a little bit more, like when you're there, um, you know, we, we all obviously are very emotionally involved with our football clubs, you know, and, and we come away, if, if you lose, you do feel gutted and sometimes angry and you get all these emotions and and that's important you know it's what fuels our podcast really you know we we love it when we come on here after after a match and one you've got all the positivity you lose you've obviously got frustration and that it's good to get those opinions out there because we are emotionally involved but at the same time i think um i think people need to like say appreciate a bit of gratitude that football is there and it's something for us to do and it's same for players as well i think Yes, it's a job for them, but also, what a job to be in! You know, if you've if you've you've got to work hard to get to the level of professional football, but when you're there, try and enjoy that. And, and I think when the when the fans are back in the in the ground, that should hopefully be more of an enjoyable experience because that's what it should be all about. It's about you know, football is is technically an entertainment business. Yeah, you know, it's not to us; it's more than entertainment. But you know, I think it's all about emotions and. Um, you know, everyone coming together for the simple thing of, of following that, that football club. And I don't think there's anything, there's not much that's more powerful than that. I'm going to ask you both the same question to end on uh, now, because I know we've uh, we've all got lives to be getting on with. Uh, it's now quarter past five uh, on Friday evening as we're recording this. And we've all got lives and we're going to see each other and speak to each other twice tomorrow. So we don't want to spend too much time on with each other because, you know, we're not friends. Uh, so I'm going to ask you both uh, one thing. Uh, Nathan, I'm going to start with, with you. Um, if you can pick one thing and one thing only, which you're going to be looking forward to the most when it restarts um, and when we're able to go again, what will what will it be? It can be absolutely anything what 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 one thing have you missed the most um which you've not been able to access and have as part of this whole season on the sofa um although obviously i love going to to the one call stadium for me the first thing the, the thing that i'm looking forward to the most is i think that first big away match you know when when we're gonna have a car full you know or, or a bus full or whatever uh, when, when you know, when one of them games where you feel like the whole town's going, everyone's talking about it, everyone's getting up for it. Um, you know, we, my, my dad normally drives. We, we normally drive through Sutton, pick up a couple of people from there, and you drive past all their houses. Got the scarves out the window, banging on the back of the car in the, in the motorway. Oh, when you away, see but... other people who are Stags fans on the motorway yeah. and you start <laughs> pipping at each other, that's yeah, great. I miss that. And, or see opposition and you, you're getting them fingers. Yeah. But it's the banter, but something about that. What in what other world would you? In other, there's nothing else where you'd be in that situation, yeah. would you? Where a group of five lads or whatever, uh, you know, in, in a in a car, oh, obviously women, women oh, as well. Being absolutely, um, being absolutely fuming at the traffic on the way there, and all yeah. being on edge about getting there on time. And my dad, don't you know there's a match yeah. on to yeah. every slow driver in front of him? And, and then your dad taking the wrong turn. Then your dad taking the wrong turn and us being like ten minutes even later for crew away. That was. <laughs> Yeah, well, we won three 0 so it's all right. Yeah, it was but all right in the end, but we did miss two goals, so. It's... <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's for me. It's that it's, I, I love those away trips where we're all in the car together, and you have that catch up on the way down, and on the way back, you're literally discussing the game for. Yeah, every, everyone becomes a manager for the ninety minutes journey, or whatever it is, uh, on the way home. Like, I, I just can't wait for that again. Yeah, Cam, what about you? Uh, yeah, just reiterate my my earlier point. Floodlight football. It's just it's just something different. It's being able to live your life like you usually would during the day and then know that like oh, I've just got to get through to six o'clock and then I can get on the bus to Mansfield or I can walk to Mansfield and I'll be at the ground shortly or, uh, and going um, going to the, the nearest fast food restaurant and, and picking up a, a pre-match snack and and then getting to the ground. You pick up a bag of sweets in the nearest corn shop on way and it's you just how he stopped snack. dropping brand names now. He's, he's decided not to put brand names in. Yeah, corn shop Walking from mine to the stairs grind, I don't actually think you pass a single proper shop. That's the only thing. But the, the the point is that yeah, just being able to have that match night routine. And yes, it's yes, it's great to go to a football on a Saturday and and that. But the, yeah, floodlight football is just something special. And just being able to to live your life you normally during the day and then be like, oh, just got to get through to this time, and then I can go and do. To, and then I can go to the football and and everything will be all right with the world and and and. It just 
it's just going to be special to, to actually be able to go back to that to that first game home way. I, I don't care where. We could be at Exeter on a Tuesday night. I don't care. I'm going. I'm yeah. straight there. I'm fighting back the tears now. Sorry. Because um, it's been that long. Um, for me, I think there's, there's so many, you know, like Nathan said, the journey, like you said, seeing the floodlights. Um, I think for me, there's always a minute of hope. Football is such a ridiculous game, especially when you watch Mansfield Town. But there's always a minute of hope. And it's when the music starts and the teams walk out of the tunnel. They walk up from the tunnel towards the halfway line, shake hands, do the coin toss, get ready to go before the referee you know, puts the whistle to the mouth and starts the game. There's always a roar of anticipation, all the songs and, and the, the chants. That's what I miss. You know, we've had a laugh on the sofa. We've been banging the sofa and singing a few of the chants, but it's not the same. When somebody on a, you know, on a random, random, random Tuesday nights where there's about a hundred fans because it's a ridiculous journey, and it's it's a core of idiots who've just taken two days off work, two days holiday, um, to go and watch this ninety-minute game, and there's a chorus of yellows which erupts from nowhere when you four 0 down. That. That moment before kickoff, when you know you don't know what's going to unfold, you're excited for the game. Everyone's got the same thing. There's always that. Come on, you stags! Come on, you stags! All that roar starts going up, and the applause and all of that. That split second of hope of what can come over the 90 minutes. That split second where every single thing of, um, you know, worries, stress from your working week, from your normal life, evaporates into the air and you just become engrossed in this drama, this being of um, passion for one thing, which is football. I can't wait for that moment. And do you know what? It's not the same watching it on, on TV. Hopefully we've brought some of that on the podcast which we've done. But that first moment, I will be crying because I know that we're back where we want to be. And where we want to be is in a stand, in a terrace, freezing our bollocks off, (laughs) freezing our boobs off on a Saturday afternoon, on a Tuesday night, all with one common interest, Mansfield Town FC. And there's nothing in the world which comes close to that. They don't know what to say. I've, I've literally made them speechless. I've literally made them speechless. I've done it. I can't. I was, I was waiting for some you know, Jurassic music to come in. <laughs> yeah. Before, if I'd have... Pre- you know, it didn't happen, did it? No. It's anticlimax now. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Batsville Masters podcast where it is an anticlimax. And speaking of that, Cam's got to go. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I've just got one thing. I don't want to bring it on a somber note, but I think that um, something that that football does help, obviously, is mental health. And I think something that we also need to remember is that whilst we might have lost said thousand uh, to this this horrible virus, there's there's so many more that have that have decided to lose themselves and uh, and do something tragic. And I think that's also something that that we've got to be um hopeful that something like football can can help i think i mean i've just got the stats from just last year alone uh 5691 suicides in the uk um 4303 of them were men and i think that's a stark reminder that there's more than just football in this world and and more than just um just games in general, sports in general, because it for some people it, it is more than just sports. And I know we talked about the more elderly people earlier in the show and, and spoke about how going to football is their way of interacting, being able to to come out into the world. But I also think it's something that people can escape from, whether that's they're stuck in the house, they live on their own, um, they might be going through depression, alcoholism, uh, drug addiction, something that's not that's making them not themselves but still 
being able to go to football and, and being so it's like being at home and, and surrounding themselves with people and and someone to talk to about something that they love can be just as powerful as any medication that could could be given to them it that is social a social li- interaction it is a lifesaver it is yeah it honestly is a lifesaver like you say you know there are various reasons why people you know get into that position in, in life and i think you know it is a it is a tough one to talk about and it doesn't have a number it doesn't have an age on it it can happen to, to absolutely anybody male or female which we say males predominantly because you know there is there are more traditionally it is a more male dominated supported sport that's fact but you know it can happen to males and females and i think for every single person no matter what they're going through on a saturday which is the point i was trying to allude to earlier for that split second like i say everybody's united in one thing they forget about all the troubles and everything like that and that is why i hope that football you know we can get back to it next season we can get back to to go into games home and away and, and building those friendships and saving those lives it saved my life numerous times it stopped me from doing things doing unspoken things doing stupid things making stupid decisions it's given me a focus and you know hopefully it can for for other people as well and i think that's that's the really important thing um to remember and the other thing of course that message is even though we can't be together like we said you know numerous times in the show get yourself on facebook live if you can come and join us drop a comment in we always try and read them if we can send us a private message if you want to we are all stag supporters we can help and seek out those those organizations who do sterling work on that as well because you know honestly there is a way out of it and there was one point in this pandemic where i did think that foot, we might end up watching football like this for the rest of um for the rest of our lives or for a couple of years and hopefully you know that won't be the case and people have worked hard to ensure that's not the case so yeah just just speak up and um be unified in in following the stags you know you it's highly unlikely that anybody has stumbled on this podcast for any other reason than Mansfield Town FC so that already gives you a starting point for a conversation share it get involved push yourself every one of us on this podcast on this panel right now has done that in some way shape or form Nathan he knows you know more than anyone really the whole sight loss thing that could have stopped him going going to games but he pushed himself and has done numerous things to get that audio the audio descriptive commentary in place for him and, and to finally feel safe in a football stadium and feel at home you know cam's forged himself to you know make friends and, and get a career and and go off to uni and put that minuscule brain of his to to work i've you know you know like i said numerous times relationship friends family all of that all of that good stuff which wouldn't have been possible without Mansfield Town FC and it's quite poignant because uh, there was one last time I'm going to end on on this one little story of potentially hope like we say we're recording this on a Friday night tomorrow we play Barrow we'll have already played that game by the time this goes out so well done for winning boys well done for drawing you're useless why didn't you why didn't you why did you throw that away that's that all bases covered yeah Nate yep all, okay. all bases covered 29th of September 2009 Barrow away on a Tuesday night one of those things which were mentioned why on earth would you go to Barrow on a Tuesday night in the conference why not just stay at home save your money watch it on CFAX or whatever listen to it on the radio and save all of that grief I'll tell you for why that day was one of the lowest points in my life at that point when I sat out that morning but I went on the the bus the supporters coach and people spoke to me about Mansfield Town they've made me forget about all the other stuff then when I got there my whole life changed forever by getting dragged over a wall by a small man who'd won numerous broadcast awards um, called Tony Delahunt who's the managing director of Mansfield 103.2 who gets a lot of slack and things from Stags fans but that night he gave me an opportunity to be fan in the stand and from that point onwards I knew that I wanted to be involved with media and all of that sort of thing and without that specific moment 
this podcast wouldn't have happened and any of that wouldn't have happened. But the point is, that morning, I didn't want to go to the game. I wanted to stay at home, hide away, lock all the doors, close all the curtains and feel trapped. Like Cam was talking about a couple of minutes ago with those people who you know, are suffering from mental health problems and, and all various other bits and bobs going off in their life. But something sparked inside me and that was Mansfield Town FC and that's the power of football and that's the place to leave it. Nathan, um, last chance to, to have your say um, today. Obviously, like we say, it's been a year on uh, on the sofa. That first game, we've got to watch it together, haven't we? <laughs> I think so. I mean, it'd be interesting to see what, you know, whether we're... We never watch games. Away, so we or... very rarely watch games together. No, I mean, we very rarely win as well when we do. It's that my sweat. <laughs> That's true. The decision, I don't, but you do know, you know what? For once, for once, I don't care. I just want to be with my friends who have... Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I, I I can't wait for it. You know, I said whether we're home away, whether it's a pre, pre-season friendly at Clipston or, or Renault or wherever, you know, I think um, it'll be a, a joyous occasion for everyone to, to get round. And I think, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a tough year for everyone for all different reasons, whether you're, you're in football, in the football world or not. Um, you know, we've we've found something for us. You know, this podcast for us, I think it's, it's been our coping mechanism to to a certain extent. But we also, like, I say we hope it's uh, been been helpful for a lot of you guys listening as well and and joining us on the the Facebook Live. So, uh, you know, a big big thank you to to you guys joining us because it's uh, you know it's we wouldn't have the the podcast or the show without without you. So, um, yeah, big thanks to you guys too. Cam, what about you? Um, my personally, mine is. Uh, whether anyone sees it or not or listens to it, I don't know. Mine's a request to the club. And this is something that's going to be a bit weird, but uh, traditionally, you always play the smaller clubs away, the Rainworth, the Clipston, the whoever. Um, and it's always like one of the first pre-seasons you go to. Uh, we always play a little team at home, uh, away, and then we'll play someone a bit bigger at home. Make that first pre-season game, that first game that we can go to at home, I don't care who we play. We could play the academy team or whoever. Uh, the club, make it a pound a ticket, get as many people in as possible and just make it a great atmosphere, whether it's a pre-season friendly or a league game. Get fans home and uh, uh, as a fan listening to it, go to the game. Whoever it is, we don't care. We just want to watch football and we just want to watch the Stags again because we've had enough of watching... Man United or Chelsea on the telly or Liverpool because it's on Sky or or whoever. We just want to watch Mansfield and like the name implies, Mansfield matters and it always will. Annoyingly, it's quite a good idea. It is, and I don't like this. <laughs> no. Because, you know, some of the ideas have come up in, uh, well, some, but all of the ideas have come up so far. Uh, the COVID cut, oh, that's oh, a quality oh. idea. It's another thing, oh, thank God we haven't touched that. I mean, the end of season podcast will be interesting to go over all that sort of stuff again. But yeah, that is actually a decent idea, Cam. Well done, you know, that to, to get the first friendly actually at home. And actually, I think it's even better if we do make it against the likes of Clipston and, and, and Rainworth because it allows for more people to come in and it's more money to also support those clubs that have, you know, although they're on a smaller scale, there's, there's, there's fans that support those clubs. Um, you know, and people that work there, they've suffered just as much as, as we have, you know. Um, so uh, probably even, even more that you know for a long we've not really had that much football. So if we can also support those clubs on a bit of a you know party atmosphere, get it back, get everyone back in there, I think that'll be the, the perfect welcome back to football for me. Absolutely, well done. Yeah, well done, Cam. That's a horrible place to end. Uh, my thanks to Nathan and to Cam. I will see them again soon for another virtual watch along of the games. Remember that you can follow the action with us virtually, Facebook exclusive. Uh, about an hour and 10 minutes before kickoff for each game. Join us for that and then 15 minutes after each game for all the reaction and the debate. Thanks very much for joining us. We intend to do a half an hour. We've done an hour, which says it all. Football on the sofa for a year. A little bit longer still to come. Keep grinding it out, folks, because honestly, that first moment, the first time you hear the turnstiles click, smell the bovril wafting through the air, and chant yellows and sing all the songs will be magical. Keep your heads up, keep your spirits going, keep fighting because one day it will be back. It never even disappeared. Why? Because it's always been in your heart. 
this is the show for the fans, by the fans, because Mansfield always matters. Sofas, do one. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. Talk sport. Powered by fans.